Chapter Nine of Windsor Castle, Book Four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anastasia Saloha. Windsor Castle, Book Four by William Harrison Ainsworth. How Tristram Lindwood was interrogated by the King. And Boleyn remained with her royal lover for a few minutes to pour forth her gratitude for the attachment he had displayed to her and to confirm the advantage she had gained over Wolsey. As soon as she was gone, Henry summoned an usher and, giving him some instructions respecting Mabel Lindwood, proceeded to the curfew tower. Nothing was said to him of the strange noise that had been heard in the upper chamber for the aquabasias were faithful of exciting his displeasure by a confession of their alarm and he descended at once to the dungeon well fellow he cried sternly regarding the captive who arose at his entrance you have now had ample time for reflection and i trust i in a better frame of mind than when i last spoke with you i command you to declare all you know concerning her and the hunter and to give me such information respecting the proscribed felon Morgan Finwolf as will enable me to accomplish his capture. I have already told your highness that my mouth is sealed by an oath of secrecy, replied Tristram humbly but firmly. Obstinate dog, thou shalt either speak or I will hang thee from the top of this tower as I hang Macfitton the butcher, roared Henry. You will execute your sovereign pleasure, my liege, said the old man. My life is in your hands. It is little matter whether it is closed now or a year hence. I have well nigh run out my term. If thou carest not for thyself, thou mightst not be equally indifferent to another, cried the king. What ho, bring in his granddaughter. The old man started at the command and trembled violently. The next moment Mabel was led into the dungeon by Shoreditch and Paddington. Behind her came Nicholas Clamp. On seeing her grandsire, she uttered a loud cry and would have rushed towards him. But she was held back by her companions. Oh, grandfather, she cried, what have you done? Why do I find you here? Tristram groaned and averted his head he is charged with felony and sorcery said the king sternly and you maiden come under the same suspicion believe it not sire cried the old man flinging himself at henry's feet oh believe it not whatever you may judge of me believe her innocent she was brought up most devoutly by a sister of the monastery at chertsey and she knows nothing save by report of what passes in the forest yet she has seen and conversed with morgan fenwolf said the king not since he was outlawed said tristram i saw him to-day as i was brought to the castle cried mabel and but recollecting that she might implicate her grandfather she suddenly stopped what said he demanded the king i will tell your majesty what passed 
interposed Nicholas Clamp, stepping forward, for I was with the damsel at the time. He came upon us suddenly from behind a great tree, and ordered her to accompany him to her grandsire. Ha! exclaimed the king. But he had no authority for what he said, I am well convinced, pursued Clamp. Mabel disbelieved him and refused to go and i should have captured him if the fiend he serves had not lent him a helping hand what says the prisoner himself to this observed the king did thou send fenwolf on the errand i did replied tristram i sent him to prevent her from going to the castle mabel sobbed audibly thou art condemned by thy own confession caitiff said the king, and thou knowest upon what terms alone thou canst save thyself from the hangman and thy granddaughter from the stake. Oh, mercy, sire, mercy, shrieked Mabel. Your fate rests with your grandsire, said the king sternly. If he chooses to be your executioner, he will remain silent. Oh, speak, grandsire, speak, cried mabel what matters the violation of an unholy vow give me till to-morrow for consideration sire said the old man thou shalt have till midnight replied the king and till then mabel shall remain with thee i would rather be left alone said tristram i doubt it not replied the king but it shall not be and without bestowing a look at mabel whose supplications he feared might shake his purpose he quitted the vault with his attendants leaving her alone with her grandsire i shall return at midnight he said to the equibusier stationed at the door and meanwhile let no one enter the dungeon not even the duke of suffolk unless he added holding forth his hand to display a ring he shall bring this signet. End of chapter 9